0: Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Voice of Chaos!
1: Uh, so, for those in the dark, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and the band?
2: Yes, yeah, Sisters Dole, we are three brothers, um, three-piece, so we're three brothers of rock and roll, um, who started in a small town in WA, and we moved to Melbourne about five years ago, and um, yeah, just to follow our dream in music, and the love and passion we have for music is, um, yeah, what's kept us going all these years, we've been going strong for about, Nearly ten years now, and um, yeah, we've done some great things. I've played with Peter Chris from Kiss, um, Bruce Kulick from Kiss. We've been on Australia's Got Talent. We've done some great things, and um, yeah, that's pretty much the overview of the band. Yeah,
1: awesome. So, how was uh, how was your experiences with uh, uh Bruce and Peter?
2: Oh, the experiences with Bruce and Peter were amazing. Like they were dream come true. Like things that we never ever thought were going to happen. Like growing up as Kiss fans, you know, their pictures on our walls and stuff like that. And then yeah, to be Performing in the same band as them and like literally being their musicians for their tour of Australia and even for Peter Chris in New York was just mind blowing. And even to this day, we still pinch ourselves like to call them friends, let alone you know colleagues. So it was amazing. It was really amazing.
1: Being a, a yeah. Kiss fan myself, I will happily admit I'm a bit jealous.
2: Yes, yeah yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it was definitely the envy of um most Kiss fans because literally the things that you never think would happen, but. The reality is, is if you work hard, like we've always worked hard and always been professional and,
0: you know, always
2: do the hard yards and, um, yeah, that's at the end of the day, like anyone could have played with him or played with Peter or Bruce, you know, but at the end of the day, um, if you do the job well and you're professional and you do it justice, they'll get you again and again. So, um, yeah, it means a lot that they've chose to work with us and, um, yeah, we did the hard work to, uh be good enough musicians and, um... Professional enough to, uh, yeah, get the gig and secure the gigs with them, you know? So, yeah.
1: That is absolutely amazing. So, uh, have you got a, a favourite song of what you've released? Or perhaps a About, song you've like released?
2: Oh, uh, well, um, Black Mirror at the moment is, um, we just released a video clip for that, so that's kind of like the new song, the fresh song. So, um, yeah, that one's kind of like exciting at the moment, like, especially playing It Live, especially when you release a new song and you see the, um, audience's reaction, and when they start learning the words and singing it back to you, that's pretty cool, and we've just toured the country, um, you know, promoting that song, and um, just getting back on the road as well in general, and um, yeah, to see people already knowing the songs and the lyrics for that particular song is very cool and exciting, so at the moment, yeah, that's probably the most exciting one to play, yeah, but most of our songs are good fun, you know, but definitely Black Mirror at the moment is the go-to song for us all, (laughs)
1: I've seen the video. It is absolutely awesome uh, well, oh,
2: thank you very much. <laughs> uh
1: were there any unexpected challenges during the the filming or the editing?
2: um no, not really. um We were just going to release it as like a rock video, like you know like just being um you know, us in that room where we're performing with all the lights and stuff, that was going to be the basis of the clip. But then we watched the back and we just spoke to our management and it was like, we really need to make it more of a storyline clip to, you know, so capture people, you know, and tell the story more. So we're like, okay. So we kind of held off, like Bryce edited the whole clip that way, but we held off, we got some actors in and we recorded them extra parts and then we pieced it together, yeah, a bit later. And then we, we held off the release um, side of it just for... Promotional reasons, people probably think, "Why well, just wait so long?" But there was a, you know, a goal behind that. So, um, which will hopefully next year will prove why we did that. And um yeah, but it's um, it's been good. Like Bryce edited it all, which he did a great job editing it. And um, yeah, by the end he was just ready to let it go. And um, but yeah, with the um, with our management and Bryce, you know, on board, they yeah, they come to the decisions and got it to where it is today, and it yeah, come out well and so far. Touchwood, the response has been amazing, which we're very grateful about. Yeah.
1: You guys deserve it. It is a absolutely awesome creation. So I got No, to ask,
0: thank you. you. I I've,
1: I've got to ask, how did it feel when you first realised it had hit number one on the charts?
2: Oh, it was amazing. Like we um looked it up on like, you know, just as you look it up you're like, Oh, I wonder if it's charted or not and when we saw it, it was like at thirty six we're like, Oh wow, it's got thirty six and um so we we're like, ah, oh. we send it out to our fans and like the doll army page we just said, Look, dolls, we're here, you know, we're so close and then um yeah, people that gave people the incentive to probably go and buy it as opposed to just you know, listening to it on YouTube or, you know, on Spotify, whatever people actually see the in and bought it on iTunes, which was amazing. So um yeah, you know, like these this day and age, you know, like to get to number one it's cool. I mean it's not as like as prestige as it was back in like the eighties and seventies. You obviously if you had a number one hit back then, you know you were one of the biggest bands in the world and unfortunately today with music, you know, people with Spotify and um, you know YouTube and Google Play and all that sort of stuff, you know, you don't necessarily have people buying your music anymore. So to get on the iTunes charts for people actually buying it and purchasing it means a lot and it's very cool, you know. So um, yeah the hit number one was amazing. Dollhouse no not Dollhouse all dolled up the album, got to number four or five, I think was the highest that got to for an album. So to get to number one with a single was very cool. So it was our first number one and, um, yeah, we're very excited and it
1: looks good for the resume, you know? So, yeah. I <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I can probably uh, safely say for the rest of the Dole Army, we're looking forward to your next uh, number ones and anything else you decide to put out?
2: Yes, yep. Now we're looking forward to putting more music out. We have recorded some stuff, but, um, at this stage I think we've got overseas set on our minds so um for this stage new music will probably come after getting overseas and um doing some touring over there before we start releasing some new stuff. So um yeah that'll definitely be the aim is to just um focus on getting our music out overseas, the two albums we have not and continue to write, you know, we've got a lot of music there and a lot of material, you know, to put out to the world but we're just trying to plan it strategically and not just waste songs by Releasing them here, there and everywhere, you know, so we're just sort of trying to do it the strategic way and, um, yeah, putting our best foot forward all the time, you know, so yeah.
1: I understand completely. Uh, can you give us yeah. any hints about your upcoming, any,
2: uh,
1: any hints on your upcoming music or even, uh, for your final show? Cause I, I understand that, uh, Bryce has something up his sleeves.
0: Yeah, uh, I can't
2: give away too much, but, um, all I know is, yeah, if you're not going to be at the show, you'll miss out on something very unique and very cool. I haven't even seen it yet, because so, um, I'm a WA, so I'm looking forward to seeing it too. But, yeah, Bryce has come up with a great new drum solo. So um, whoever's not there um, will obviously see it on videos and photos. But whoever is going to be there, you're going to witness something pretty cool for this size venue anyway. So it's going to be one hell of a show. We've sort of put a lot of effort into this show, especially being the last show and our last show for the year. Um. Yeah, it's going to be the show to get to of a sister's doll show like you're a sister's doll fan, This would definitely be the one to get to because um, and I know Pete bands say that all the time, and we say it too. But um, every show at the end of the day is a good show to go to. It's not like we're putting you know anything extra into this. Like we always put on 110. But in terms of like the um the show aspect, obviously being the last show, there's going to be a little bit more um.
1: definitely try my best to get out to it, but I can't guarantee anything.
0: Yeah, yep. No, if
1: you can, it would be awesome. So with with your Black Mirror tour, you did come to Tasmania. How did you find it, and can we hope for another visit in the future?
2: Oh, definitely. We love Tasmania. The lawn system was a little bit quiet um, in terms of um, people there, but it was still a good show, and a fun show. Hobart was definitely off the chain, and definitely Hobart was probably one of our like especially being to Tassie for the first time, we'd never been there before, so we didn't actually know what to expect and what numbers we were gonna get and when the Lawn System show was the first show and we kind of you know, we got enough to make it a good night, but nothing. Outrageous we're kinda of like, Oh Hobart'll probably be the same, you know. But then Hobart more people rocked up and it was a lot more you know, it had a bit more of a big bigger vibe and um people were driven from um lawn system, which was really nice. So yeah, for so being our first time there we're very excited and hopefully when we come back the word will spread and we can get um yeah get get more people through the door but like i said overseas is kind of our plan at the moment so in terms of coming back probably won't be too recent like not too soon but it'll definitely, definitely be a place we go to again if we um tour australia like in another year or so so for sure
1: i will, I will definitely be keeping an eye out for that one
2: yeah definitely yep
1: so um, a more personal question i noticed uh, with a lot of your music, there's a, a story or a feeling behind it all. Uh, so I, I did want to ask in particular about the song Together As One. Uh, can you yeah. <laughs> share about the uh, inspiration or the background for it?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, that one's like a personal one for the family, our family, really, being us, us being brothers. And um, we've never actually been asked this question before, but, yeah, it is. It's a song because for a while there, we were we obviously grew up in a small town in WA, like, and we were close-knit family, like, very close, like, mum and dad were, you know, super close, you know, they were childhood sweethearts, and then when we moved over to Melbourne, you know, financially, you know, we couldn't just all get up and leave, like, straight away, so, like, me, the boys, um, and my mum, we all moved over together, and um, my dad, unfortunately, still had a- his job, so he had to stay over there and work until we could sell our other house and then dad had to get a job over here so it wasn't easy and um yes yeah, so it's kind of about that situation like living apart from the people you love and you know a family unit is always strong when it's you know together you know as one you know together as one and um our family for example was always stronger when we're together like when dad wasn't around it kind of you could see the cracks in the family like you know mum struggled a bit with like the separation anxiety and then that made it hard on us i had to step up more as be like the Dad figure. So you know a few years so that's kind of where that song stems from is just
0: yeah
2: you know but it can relate to anyone you know anyone who's like even a relationship you know if you've got a strong relationship you know you should treasure it and keep it and yeah so um yeah and it's kind of about the band and like why we moved over and yeah what you have to sacrifice sometimes to try and make your dream come true you know so um yeah so that's kind of what it's about yeah
1: Thank you, thank you very much yeah. for sharing that. I can hear you know, it's a, a bit, it, well, it is obviously quite personal, so thank you very much for sharing.
2: No, no, that's all right, that's fine.
1: So, on to, on to I guess, cheerier stuff. Uh With your yeah. overseas tour, uh where where are you heading first? Are you heading for Europe or are you heading for the US?
0: Um, at this point,
2: um, we've kind of got, Europe on the sites, just because, um, yeah, Europe seems to be a lot more, more, yeah, from the style of music they're doing seems to be a lot more open to that sort of style, whereas the US is as well, but the US, we've been told, is kind of still in that nostalgia sort of era, Like, so we don't want to go to US and just think that we're like a gimmicky band, we want to go somewhere where we're going to be, um, you know, treated, you know, fresh and new, like in the, in the um, Europe market. But US is definitely on the side, so we're thinking we've been talking to Peter, Chris, which is cool. So he's him and his wife, Gigi, are going to try and help us out as much as we can too. So um, yeah, the US is definitely not a no go. We'll definitely be going there too. But at this stage, Europe was kind of more the the push we're going for. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the images that will images and videos that come from that.
0: Yeah, yep yeah, it'll be cool.
1: <laughs> so uh, just one last thing before I let you go. Uh, yep. What advice would you give to any budding musicians or artists that might be listening in?
2: Um, definitely, what I would give is if you love it, do it to your best of your ability. You know, 100. percent I mean, at the end of the day, hard work never hurt anyone, and that's what's going to get you the opportunities. As part of your work, the more opportunities you get, and the more you expose yourself out there, um, the more chances you've got of being noticed. But um, if you don't love it and you don't want to do it. Seriously, you know, and just want to do it as a hobby, that's fine too. But if you do want to make it, you have to be prepared to do the uh, the hard yards. Like even us, we have we've done some great things, but we've still got a lot of work to do as well. So um, yeah, you're always got to be happy with your goals, and um, yeah, just work hard. At the end of the day, if that's what you want to do as a career, but if you don't and you're just doing it for fun, get a day job and do it on the weekends because it's a good lifestyle on the weekends. It's good fun. Um, but yeah, it doesn't make a lot of money like. If you want to do it full time. So, um, yeah, just be sure that you're prepared to work hard if that's what you want to do. Yeah.
1: Very good advice. Well, thank you very uh-huh. much for taking the time to talk to us.
2: No, nah, thank you very much for having us, or having me. And, um, yeah, the band, um, is grateful for you doing an interview, especially one of your first interviews too. So it's cool. <laughs> it, uh, it I look means. forward to doing many more. <laughs> yeah.
1: I will happily take you up on that.
2: Awesome, well maybe before we go to Europe you can give us a, yeah, give us a call. Awesome, have a good, have a good night.
1: Thanks, you too.
2: Alright, see you buddy.